On air, always thanks to the Village Bakehouse. So you can try their delicious breakfast menu today. This is Triple M Breakfast with Aloe Baker. And at the end of last year, we saw a brand new council elected with a brand new mayor. And for the very first time ever, ladies and gentlemen, welcome the new mayor to Triple M. Hello and good morning, Mr. Matthew Dickerson. Yeah, thanks very much. It does feel like a, a bit like Back to the Future. Yeah. Coming on talking yeah. to Triple yeah. M and having a discussion around mayoral things goes back a long, a long way. I did say uh, welcome to the new role. It is the new old role. It's it's it's, it's your old new role. <laughs> it is, but it's a different configuration now. The last time I was mayor, it was Dubbo City Council. Now mm. we've got Dubbo Regional Council, and that brings a whole range of challenges to the table and things that are different, things that I've got to consider differently, certainly. Well, that's true. So before you were just watching over Dubbo, now you've got uh, you know places like Yamundry, Wellington, and all that. You've got well, Wellington's the main part of that, but you've also got all the little areas around there. You've got places like Stewart Town, yep. Geary just snuck into Wellington in the past, so that's now part of it. But I like the fact that Stewart Town's in there because the Dickerson family started about 170 years ago in Stewart Town. And back in those days, of course, it was called Ironbark. And the man from Ironbark poem yes. famously is about Ironbark. But Sir Alex Stewart, a former Premier of the state, renamed Ironbark as Stewart Town back in about 1892 or thereabouts. So there's a lot a of Dickersons in the cemetery there. So it's a bit of history <laughs> there from my perspective. Definitely some history. Now, we've got a whole new council, pretty much. Uh, let us know about it. Because it, it's been sort of everyone was voted in and then it was the Christmas break and now we started the new year. And uh, there's a lot of people. I guess curious as to what what's uh, what's going on with this new council. It is pretty exciting. We've got ten councillors. Of those ten, eight have never been on council before. Mm. One has returned from the last council, so that's incredible. I have been around local government since around two thousand and four, and I can never remember anywhere across the state where a council has been re-elected with only one person re-elected. So that's really different. So that's Vicky Etheridge yeah. who's back on council. I wasn't on the last council. I didn't stand for council back in 2017, but I was back on council from 2016 to 2004. So I've got some experience there. But apart from that, you've got eight brand new faces. And that's really fantastic because it's this whole bunch of enthusiasm and all these people that are really keen to learn. We've had four pretty much full days of induction and training and everyone's attended every minute of those. They've all been enthusiastic and they really want to learn about what to do. So I'm really actually buoyed by all that enthusiasm. And you've got to mix that with a bit of experience. So hopefully that's where I come in and, and obviously Dickie as well. And that, that mix of those two, I think, puts us in a really good spot with a great council. Now, with fresh blood, uh, Matthew, does this mean we're going to see, uh, and you're saying there's a lot of enthusiasm, does this mean we're going to see a lot of proactivity towards uh, town, different events and things that are, that are put to the town? Well, I think we've already seen that. Just the first council meeting, which we had only a week ago, the nine councillors in the room, I'm excluding myself from, from that for the moment, but the nine councillors all brought forward a notice of motion. Now, I've seen councils in the past where it might take six months, maybe even a year before a councillor is brave enough to bring a notice of motion to council. Mm. So all nine brought forward a notice of motion. That was something that they were passionate about, they wanted to bring forward. So just that alone, there was activity straight away. And I saw people in the streets after the council meeting and they said, well, what was really great about that was you're into it. You're straight into it. You're not waiting mm. around and scratching your head and thinking, what do I do here? All of the councillors are into it. And some of them weren't quite sure how to go about it and they're a bit nervous about it. It's a pretty daunting experience sitting there in a council meeting making decisions for the city. You've got a public gallery, you've got hundreds watching online. So that was all a bit scary, but they all did it and they all came through with flying colours. So I think you will see some changes and some things happening straight away. 
Looking forward to it. Very much looking forward to it. Uh, Mayor Matthew Dickerson, thank you so much for your time this morning. And uh, on behalf of Triple M and the whole city, welcome back to the role and welcome to all the new councillors as well. Yeah, that's fantastic. Hopefully we'll keep chatting every couple of weeks. Well, I was, I was going to say that to you. you, you you're happy to get on the radio, chat to us, let us know what's going on every, every couple of weeks? One of the big things I've talked about is communication, making sure we let people know what's happening in the city, what's happening with council. So I'd love to be on Triple M every couple of weeks and chatting to you. Done, done. We'll make sure it happens. Matthew Dickerson, thank you so much for your time this morning. Thank you, Hello. Joined by the man himself from EFTM.com, Mr. Trevor Long. He's our resident tech guru. And Trev, uh, you had an app for iPhone for quite a while for EFTM.com, but now you got one for Android. Mate, finally. It took me a while to find someone to build it, but I built the Android app for EFTM. So if you've got an Android phone, you can search the Google Play Store for EFTM and you can get all the cool uh, news and information we talk about here, plus more, right on your smartphone. Are the Android apps really that different to, uh, like, the Apple ones? Yeah, look, they're not that much different, but it's a different language to write in. Yeah. So basically I needed to find two different developers. So, look, it's just... It's just a challenge of building these things but hey we got it in the end it looks probably frankly don't tell the ios users but it looks better than the apple one <laughs> yeah now speaking about uh, mobile phones there is a company uh, that is very well known for making mobile phones that's just broadened their skill set to projectors yeah. this is very cool and in fact it's smartphone related so the samsung freestyle is a little projector they announced a few weeks ago in las vegas when i was over there and it looked like a cool product but i've been able to get my hands on one and i tested on the weekend in the backyard watching the australian open file now mm. no good in the daytime but at night time as a projector i projected onto a, on a, a what looked like a sheet but it was actually a screen i bought on amazon for 30 bucks but this 1299 dollars projector looked amazing it's got all the apps built into it so you don't need anything other than a wi-fi connection which could be your smartphone or at home. You can take it camping with you and power it off a battery. Looks amazing. You can have anything from a 40-inch, 30-inch screen up to a 120-inch screen, which is what we were doing. And, mate, such a great experience to just dump a projector out. We just had it sitting on a milk crate, powered up onto the onto the screen, yeah. and then we had friends around watching the Australian Open. It was brilliant. And this thing's so smart. When you point it at a wall, even if you're pointing at an angle, it'll square up the picture so it looks like a TV hanging on the wall. Yeah, it's that's phenomenal. Cool. That's cool. And so, like, no need for the HDMI cables or anything? It's all no, wireless? You don't need to plug anything in because it's got all the apps built in, uses Wi-Fi, and then you're running. It's just such a great idea. Unbelievable. Optus having a birthday. 30 years old. Now, I suggest you're probably too young to remember this, but I'm an old man, so I remember 30 years ago when Optus first launched. They started off being just an alternative network you could make phone calls on from home, yeah. and you'd dial one and you'd choose. That would be a way of choosing to use the Optus network, and they would then bill you. But then there was this ballot, a national ballot, and you, you got a piece of paper in the mail and you chose yes, no, or nothing. And if you chose yes, you'd be switched to the Optus network by default. If you chose no or nothing, you'd stay with Telstra. And that is why their slogan is yes. Hey. Because for a year, all their ads were about saying yes to Optus and so that people would remember that and tick yes on that ballot box. Amazing to think that we had a physical mail ballot to choose our long-distance phone provider when today mm. we can pop into a servo and change mobile carriers. <laughs> exactly. I remember my first SIM card was with Optus and it just had yes on the SIM card and I never really That's understood it. why it said yes, but it was now old Now you do. Yeah. Had the stars on it and everything. 
the great ballot of 1993. Uh, let's talk electric cars really, really quickly. Lots and lots of, uh, well, there's lots in the media about it. I keep seeing articles on electric cars every day. It's like they're everywhere. It's like every second car is an electric car. But let me give you the stat. Like a million cars are sold in Australia every year. Mm. Tesla doesn't tell us how many cars they normally sell, but they did last year. 15,000 Model 3s, which is their best-selling car. Now, to put that in perspective, that's more than a Mazda 3 mm-hmm. or a Camry sells in a year. So, in fact, the, the, the electric car is potentially one of the best-selling um, sedans in the market. But everyone else, nowhere to be seen. Mercedes, Porsche, uh, MG, Hyundai, Kia, all selling less than 500 cars a year. I read so. an article yesterday that electric car sales have gone up 75% year on year, pretty much. Pretty easy to do when you come from a base of bugger all. <laughs> Yeah, which is, which is, uh, but with the rise of electric cars, Trev, the rise of electric car related problems like people who don't have uh, at home parking, how do they charge their car on the yeah, street? So many questions, but they can all be answered if you, if you, if you're keen. There's yep. always an answer to your question. I love electric cars. I've driven many of them, and I think they are the future. Trevor Long from EFTM.com, thank you so much for your time this morning, and I'll make sure I download the app and check out uh, check out your website through the app. Cheers, buddy. Local MP Dougald Saunders on the phone right now. Dougald, uh, back to school this week for most kids. I think my son's back on Wednesday. Yeah, look, a lot go back tomorrow. It's a pupil-free day for many today. Tomorrow, Wednesday, and even some Thursday as well. So mm. it's a big week. I actually popped into Dubbo South on Friday just to check out. You might remember they had a fire yes. at the end of last year, which was uh, sort of a devastating scenario for all the kindy kids. Uh, but I popped down there on Friday. They've got um, brand new classrooms all set up, ready to go. There's been a lot of clean-up done. Uh, they were there handing out their rats to all the parents that came along to pick them up for the week. So everything's sort of flowing smoothly for South, and I think across most schools in the region Everyone knows what they're needing to be doing and I think teachers, parents and children all looking forward to being back in the classroom this week. Yeah, COVID obviously changing back to school with uh, with the, the testing and that, uh, but it's also affected a lot of businesses locally as well, Dougald. Yeah, look, it really has and we know that that's happened now for, for two years. You know, we, we started this in in 2020 and, and you know, thought, oh, well, we're, we're sort of past the worst of it. Then 2021, of course, with uh, the new variant, there's been significant impact again uh, every period. So, look, there has been another billion-dollar package announced by the Treasurer and the Premier as of yesterday, along with our Deputy Premier, just to sort of talk about some of the ways that we can keep trying to help business. Uh, some of that is around a small business program. Some of it's around some fees and charges being dropped. Some of it's around some rapid antigen test rebates some for commercial landlords and then a big part of it is actually to support one of those sectors that's been really badly impacted and that's the performing arts package Mm. Um, and look locally um, there's been some great news recently uh, with the Dubbo Regional Theatre and Convention Centre receiving over $100,000 to support it and then uh, clients and and users of that facility like the uh, Dubbo Theatre Company have actually received significant grant funding as well just to help keep things ticking along in a sector that provides so much entertainment, so much pleasure for people across the region as well. That's really good news, Dougald, for not just the local theatre groups, but also tourism, people coming and going to watch local theatre. Yeah, look, exactly. And, and, and you know, there's a realisation that this doesn't fix everything for everyone, and, yeah. and small business and uh, hospitality particularly, and that performing arts sector has been hit harder than ever before. But um, it's certainly something to try and say, well, look, we're trying to keep things ticking along um, to, to get you through to the, to the next um, period of time where the, the cash flow can increase. And I think as we go back to school, we're hoping in, in that next sort of month period uh, we're heading in a much more normal direction. 
Um, and there's plenty to look forward to. You know, we've had uh, an amazing sort of Christmas period where you could be out and about and see people. Yes, holidays have been impacted again a little bit for people looking to travel. But all in all, we're in a fairly good spot and another billion dollars in to support people is a, a good deal. Do good, you're the man and you're always out and about. Where are you off to today? Uh, look, got a few things on today. We've got a few announcements actually this week around, uh, again, supporting the local business. And I've been out to a few places like Condo and Ningen and Gill in, in recent times as well, just uh, just announcing a bit of funding for female change rooms and that sort of thing. So that continues. Uh, and some exciting news coming up this week in a, in a number of areas uh, that I can't, t- I can't tell you too much about, mm. but... Um, some exciting news coming up uh, around yeah, early education, I guess, is the best way of putting it in support for preschools, which are really important to, for our young people. Well, next time you're adding condo, get out to the condo bakery, mate. You won't be disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> On your food, dude. <laughs> yeah, mate. Well, uh, new episodes of the Food Dude kick off, what, 26th of Feb or is it 28th? You'd think I'd know the, you'd think I'd know the launch date of my own TV show. Anyway, look out for it on 7, mate. Uh, thank you, Deagle. Bye. The